You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. We started looking into this based on a Reddit post. Someone said that their Avast folder was suddenly empty and they were wondering what was up with that. We started looking into that and eventually when we finished pulling on that thread, you know, we found a, uh, a malware that was distributing XM rig and made, and made for its, uh, its author about $2 million in Monero. That's Christopher Budd. He's Senior Global Threat Communications Manager at Avast. The research we're discussing today is titled Krakenosh, a new malware distributed in cracked software. And now a word from our sponsor, Six Sense. Six Sense provides award-winning cloud-based automated endpoint and vulnerability management solutions to streamline IT and security operations. With its advanced platform, businesses gain complete visibility and control over their infrastructure, reducing IT and security risks and optimizing operational efficiency. With SixSense, you'll get real-time alerts, risk-based vulnerability prioritization and remediations, and an intuitive automation and orchestration engine so you can focus on your core business goals. Confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose SixSense, visit SixSense.com. Let's go through it together then. I mean, take me through the infection pathway here. How would somebody find themselves with Krakenosh on their system? Sure. So the key thing with Krakenosh is that we have found it every time bundled in with cracked versions of popular software. So, you know, every instance of Krakenosh that we are familiar with has ended up on someone's system because someone decided that they wanted one of the hottest new games. We've got a, a, a full, you know, a full list here. So like Grand Theft Auto 5, someone decided, you know what, I want Grand Theft Auto 5. 
but I don't want to pay for it. So they, <laughs> so they go and they get a cracked version and they get Grand Theft Auto V and they get Krakenosh for free. I see. No, no, uh, no extra charge. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it, it's part of the service, right? <laughs> well, I mean, let, let, let's go, let's dig into it some here. Uh, so you download one of these uh, cracked versions of the software, and how does Krakenosh go about its business of installing itself? So you start running the the installation like like you would expect. As part of the cracking process, the, the person or people behind Krakenosh have made some adjustments to that installer. That installer will install the cracked game. It will also spin up a uh, VBS script that, uh, that's called maintenance.vbs, and that starts the whole thing going. Hmm. That script will kick off an MSI package. It will install something called serviceinstaller.exe, which you know sounds like a sounds like a legitimate kind of nuts and bolts sort of Windows program, but that's the mm. actual main malware. The other thing that the that this whole script routine does is it makes changes to the Windows registry. It's actually going to at some point boot your system up into safe mode. So that once it's in safe mode, it's going to go through and strip out your antivirus software. And this brings us back. Remember, I said this all started with a, with a post saying my Avast had disappeared. That's, right. that's why it disappeared. Because the Krakenosh installation sequence will at some point boot up in safe mode. It's going to get rid of your security software. It's going to turn off Windows Update. It's going to get rid of Windows Defender and put something in there that that will look like Defender and system tray, mm. but it's not. Right. So you still have that icon sitting down there. So you, you you're you're lulled into thinking that everything's still fine. Exactly. And so it does all that. It's going to wait a few days before it really kicks in, which is which is another tactic that they're using to to lay low and avoid detection. Yeah, that was fascinating to me that, that it, it, there's a counter installed that uh, you know lets you re- reboot the system uh, you know x number of times before mm-hmm. it does that because I, I I was sort of trying to think through this in my own mind and I would imagine if I went and downloaded some cracked software not that I would mm-hmm. but if I ever did you know that would be at the moment of installation is when I would probably be most suspicious right. and on the lookout. For something being amiss, exactly, exactly, and you know this this sort this sort of delaying tactic, it's not unique to this. You know, we did some research. I want to say in February, completely different topic area. We did research into some browser extensions that would um, install malware on your system, and part of the the anti analysis, anti detection, anti forensics capabilities that that had, uh, once again, was. To, to set, I believe in that case, it was a, a three-day wait period between hmm. when, the, when the malicious extension was installed and when it would finally start doing its malicious activity. Hmm. So what happens next? So it does all of that, and then it downloads uh, the XM rig coin mining software, and basically that's it. It's just, it's, it's going to start... It's going to start running XM Rig, 
and make Monero for the people that did this. And what's going on in terms of it being able to communicate with some sort of command and control server? How's it going about that? You know, in terms in terms of CNC, we didn't see a lot of activity on that. Mm. It's you know, it, it's not it's not a strictly centrally controlled piece of malware like we've seen you know with with some others. You know, in this case, it's basically running XM rig and and shipping shipping the product of its mining off to uh, off to Monero wallets. And so in terms of, of folks detecting this, what uh, what are your recommendations? You know, that's that, that's part of the challenge because, you know, it does it does sit it does sit and wait. You know, some of the things that you can look for are, you know, classic with coin mining. You know, your system's going to be unresponsive, it's going to be slow. If you happen to see that your that your antivirus and security has quit running or has disappeared, that's another tip off. No more Windows Update is a tip off. Hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, you know, they do they do a pretty good job of keeping this quiet. You know, really, the biggest tip off for anyone first and foremost is: Did you download any cracked software? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I guess you never want to blame the victim, but um, you know, there's a, there's a there's a pretty clear line between point A and point B here. There is, and you know that that that's another piece of of what makes this. I mean, you don't you don't want to be complimentary of people doing bad things, but I think it is important to have proper respect in the same way that you respect a hurricane, for instance. You have to respect some of the decision-making that they made and targeting people who are out of the gate engaged in questionable, potentially illegal activity is pretty smart because, you know, how many people are going, are going to go to the police basically saying, hey, you know, this thing that I tried to steal, well, someone put malware in it. Can you help me? Right, 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 exactly, right. So... For you and your team who who are trying to track things like this down, I mean, is that a particular challenge there itself that when you go and, you know, try to uh, talk to the folks who've been infected here, I, I could imagine them hesitating to share that they were downloading crack software? Well, in this case, so for instance, a lot of the research that we and, and research teams do we don't necessarily need to do, you know, kind of in-person interviews. So like I said, for this mm. one, we saw the Reddit posting and we were able to start looking, you know, seeing what we can see from, you know, from detected malware on customer systems. We can go and look at places like VirusTotal. And so we can assemble a picture of what's happening out there without necessarily having to, having to talk with, with specific discrete individuals. I see. I see. Do you have any sense for how widespread this is? You know, in terms of in terms of numbers, it was it was pretty widespread. We traced this back to about 2018. You know, we've said based on on our telemetry, probably something like 222,000 systems have at some point been infected with this worldwide. You know, it, it's made two million dollars worth of Monero for the authors, so. You know, it 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 it's, it's it has a pretty sizable footprint, and it and you know, let's go back to something that you were asking about earlier. The fact that it's been around for 
two to three years and, and no one has really discovered it until now is a testament to the effectiveness in the targeting that the authors of this made. Again, targeting people who are doing kind of questionable activity. And it's a testament to the, you know, the smart choices that they made in constructing this to, you know, to get rid of AV, to turn off Windows updates, to delay the to delay the running of the coin mining software. So it's really effective at not drawing undue attention to itself. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's what they want. That's how they got this on at least two hundred twenty-two thousand systems, and that's what helped them make two million dollars. Mm. Any idea who's behind this or what part of the world this is coming from? Sure. So some of the some of the indicators that the research team saw in the malware and the installers uh, leads them to to believe that at least part of this is made by someone in the Czech Republic. So mm. that's actually you know kind of a fun fact. That's actually part of of the naming for this. So uh, a Krakonosh in Slavic. Folklore and mythology is a mountain spirit. And the research oh. team decided to call this Krakenosh first because it deals with cracked software, Krakenosh, cracked software. And then uh, they went with that also for the possible check connections that we found. Our thanks to Christopher Budd from Avast for joining us. The research is titled Krakenosh, a new malware distributed in cracked software. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. The CyberWire Research Saturday is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing CyberWire team is Elliot Peltzman, Peru Prakash, Justin Sabi, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carol Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.